Welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined as always by the one and only Cedra Sarton. Not always. Not always, but most of I the time. I wasn't here last week. No, it was it was Wesley. It was Wesley. That's a rare treat these days. <laughs> <laughs> With Wesley, he is traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think he is traveling he's back right, on the road yeah, back on the road again so he's always got you know he's mm-hmm. he he goes and he meets with people and so that's that's what he does yeah. so sometimes it's hard to get him in one place for very long but that's okay because we have a guest yes but before we introduce our guest um i would just like to remind everybody you can go to engagemagazine.net if you want to find more about us if you want to listen to past podcasts we have some great I, I think some great content there. I think so, but too. I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got, you know, some awesome interviews mm-hmm. with people who uh, I'm sure people will know. we got the Benham Brothers, mm-hmm. Laura Story. Yeah. John Cooper. John Cooper. Yeah, some great ones. Yeah. So go back and listen. Check us out on social media and all that. So yes. I'll go and let you introduce our guest. Yeah, we would like to welcome to the show. Hannah Metter. <laughs> now that was a little bit of a longer pause than I meant to be, but it? yeah, <laughs> we're making an adjustment here. Right. <laughs> Hannah is recently married, so uh, we have introduced her many a times, but it's always mm-hmm. been Hannah Harrison. But now mm-hmm. we get to say Hannah Metter. We're so mm-hmm. glad for that. Yes, we are too. <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> so, well, you actually wrote a really great article that I appreciated. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I know Jordan did too. Yeah. Even though I appreciate good writing, <laughs> um, and it's enti- it's titled "Needing a Different Kind of Woman." We um, actually shared this from our friends at uh, the Stand. Yeah. So you can go to afa.net/slash/the-stand if you want to read more content there, and uh, they. It's it's titled "Needing a Different Kind of Woman." Mm-hmm. If you want to go and read it, so I don't want to go and just read the article word for word. Yeah. Um, but I like the way you started it with this Elizabeth Elliot quote. The fact that I'm a woman does not make me a different kind of Christian, but the fact that mm-hmm. I'm a Christian makes me a different kind of woman. That's good. Boom. And it's very timely, <laughs> I think, these days because, you know, um, gender identity right. and identity in general is just under so so many attacks. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the idea that um, who you are, like, so if you're a woman, then that means certain things about you. Right. That's so unwelcome in today's culture, but that is the message of the Bible. Now, as Christians, we have to go into that message and untangle things and, and, and look past maybe certain cultural norms that are just, you know, just that, cultural norms and not necessarily biblical. Right. Um, but to get to the heart of the truth here is that there is a beautiful design in manhood. There's a beautiful design in womanhood. And it's our privilege as creatures made in the image of God to explore that. And I think your article is very, very timely. What what prompted you to write this? Honestly, I read the Elizabeth Elliot. I like Elizabeth Elliot. I do too. Even if you just knew her as the woman who lost her husband. I mean, yeah. that alone is like, oh my gosh, her husband was a missionary and was, you know, mm-hmm. murdered. Yeah. But then when you get into it and she went back to serve the same people, mm-hmm. you know, she is yeah. just such a picture of just a Christian Idol. I mean, idol's a wrong word, but, you know, just a yeah, Christian woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, mentor, maybe, is a better word. Yeah. Anyway, um, and so I read that quote, and I kind of was pondering on it for a couple of days because, 
uh, y'all also know if y'all have heard or listened to my or read my blogs, um, human trafficking is kind mm-hmm. of a big issue. And when you kind of go into the whole, it gets deeper. But um, social media plays a lot in the whole grooming and all that kind of stuff. But when you look at social media and you look at the type of stuff that girls in today's world are tempted with yeah. or, you know, feel like they have to dress a certain way, you've got the Cardi B's and you've got yeah. all this kind of just cool girl type right. mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just exactly the opposite of what the Bible teaches. Mm. And, um, you know, for me growing up, I was blessed. I was homeschooled. I was raised in a very conservative Mm -hmm. Christian home. So, you know, I was taught these values. Um, But even still, I was taught it in the home. But after I left, there was still, it was still lacking. Um, You know, I um, didn't feel like even in the church that I was at at the time, I don't think that they ignored it, but Mm -hmm. I don't think they addressed it Mm -hmm. as they should have, especially with the way the world looks today. Yeah. Um, And so I think the problem with girls our age is that they don't know what a Christian woman looks like. I mean, is a Christian woman just a girl that goes to church? (laughs) Goes maybe sings in the choir. It, it or, is to a lot know? of girls. It right. was yeah. to me for a long right. time growing up. Me too. Up. I, and I, I was raised in church all my life. And I did not come to the Lord until I was here mm-hmm. at the American Family Association. Yeah. After I started working here. And I'd led all, you know, spent all this time thinking that I'm a Christian, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, time and time again, I'd see not just women, all people, mm-hmm. women and men, go into church and then you see a very different picture when they're at home right you know and uh th- and they're the things that we all know about people but we just don't talk about right mm-hmm. you know the people in the row mm-hmm. three rows behind you mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that they're getting a divorce right you know and it's yeah you know we know that stuff but you don't talk about it you don't address it right yeah yeah well and that's why this kind of discussion is 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 timely because there is a lot of confusion out there even in the church um i i, I agree with you i think that a lot of times uh in, instruction for uh, for young you know young men and young women mm-hmm. both uh, on how to be a godly man or a godly woman right. is, is sort of assumed that they're just going to get it you yeah. know because they have examples in their mm-hmm. life so I mean like I, I'm like you I had I had godly parents and I had mm-hmm. a very great example mm-hmm. in my dad um, and, and but but on top of that example on top of just the way he lived he was very careful to sit down and communicate right. with words and actually mm-hmm. go into the scripture and talk about what it means to be a Christian man rather than just kind of assuming that I'm going to just kind of get it yeah. just by watching. Um, and I think that's important for, you know, any any young person who 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 is, you know, thinking about becoming a parent one day or somebody who's a parent right now is you have to be intentional about these things. And even if you're not, uh, if you, even if being a parent is nowhere on the horizon for you right now, mm-hmm. being intentional about seeking out this instruction and seeking out the, these truths is, is very important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Uh, and, and I also think too, um, on top of having parents that are the good example um, and I talk about it a little bit in the article too, like we need women and men. Yeah. The article is about women, but it's, yeah. it applies to both. Um, we need those women in the church that are going to step up and are going to take, mm. like I'm a newly married girl, mm-hmm. a woman. I need someone who has been married 50 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to say, hey, this is what's going to happen. Right. This is what you're going to go through. Yeah. Let's talk about what the Bible says about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I know, like, in the article I mentioned, my great-grandmother, mm. she was that that woman. She mm. was the woman that was a church lady. Mm. She she spoke about Jesus all the time. She helped other women. She cooked her lunch. You know, she did she did all of that. And when I look at the world today, I, I'm disheartened because you, you don't see that kind of mentorship yeah. or friendship mm-hmm. even with— um, at least I don't, um, with those older mm-hmm. and more mature um, adults. Right. Maybe, might, be the, might be the right term. But, um, and that's just really sad to me because, you know, that's exactly what the Bible teaches mm-hmm. is we need wives. Mm-hmm. We need older women to teach the younger women. Exactly. We need older men to teach the younger men. Mm-hmm. So where is that? Because mm-hmm. in church, as I grew up, we had we had this the kids section, we had the youth section, and then we had the adult. Yeah. And also, I think that's where you lose a lot of those college age kids because <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, well, you, now I'm thrown into the adults. I don't right. know what to do. I'm well, awkward. I'm whatever. Exactly. Well, who's discipling these groups? I mean, like, exactly. I mean, you do have say, you know, you have your college group, and uh-huh. they probably have one older person who right. kind of help is supposed to be discipling them. But who's right. really discipling them exactly most of the time it's the peer that's sitting next to them and and and, i mean but and that just becomes an echo chamber and they just don't progress Mm -hmm. and that that's that's a huge issue so i encourage yeah absolutely break down the barriers of age segregation in a church from all the way (laughs) from kids worship too i I, that's something that's probably a different topic but (laughs) yeah i get it but you know Mm -hmm. i think that let those other mamas be Mm -hmm. with the little kids and let you know just Mm -hmm. Whatever. But no, yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know. I, I think too. Um, I'm glad that you said that. Th- this is this is applicable for young men as well. Um, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, it's important for a young Christian man to know what a, a Christian woman is like and what a yeah. Christian woman is called to be like, because uh, a young Christian man with with the absolute best of intentions can grow up and have this terrible idea. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> terrible idea and expectations on what his wife will one day be like. Right. And um, uh, one of those things. So, so there's, you know, with the, with 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 the reaction against the 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 culture at large, and and how they're just kind of dismantling any semblance mm-hmm. of gender role. Right. Um, I have seen some people, not not any big names or anybody, but just some people out there uh, talking about rebuilding these gender roles and and really defining these things. So, and talking about how women called to be submissive and then what submission looks like and, and why they're called to be submissive. Some of the mm-hmm. ideas out there are, well, they're they're weaker. They're the weaker vessel. Right. What does weaker mean? Well, they're emotionally weaker. They're in the, in the, and yeah. They list all these things, mm-hmm. and that's not very careful. That's mm-hmm. not very biblical. Um, like when, when I go back and I look at um, a, 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 a verse that I, I, I go to, um, Peter, in, in, in 1 Peter 2, um, he talks about. Uh, I'm sorry, First Peter three. He talks about you know wives being called to submit to their husbands, mm-hmm. and you know you isolate that section of scripture and you get a very different picture than what he's actually talking right. about. You, you have to link it back to when Peter's talking about servants submitting to their masters, mm-hmm. and you know that it's linked to their trust in God. Yeah, it's not because that they are incapable of surviving on their own and right. they need protection is because this is a picture of trusting in the Lord. Exactly. And But well, these are things that are not communicated no. very well. <laughs> and I think too, like submission has always been one of those words where I know yeah. 
especially girls our age, Cedra, they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I am not how, submitting to no man. How dare you? How dare you use that word? <laughs> but I think, and it's something that I guess probably from my parents, you know, training me. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I think it's a picture of love. Like, mm-hmm. I honor my husband. Yeah. I want to respect him. Yeah. I want to... He's not lording over me in oh, any, absolutely. anyway. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. what the Bible is saying. But just that picture of let me respect him. That's his That's his job to mm-hmm. be the head of the household. Let God tell him what he needs to tell me. You know? Yeah. See, the Bible doesn't just, doesn't just tell women to submit to their husbands. Right. It also tells right. husbands how they should treat and yeah. love their wives. Amen. Yeah. And how and, is that? And, what is that like? Yeah, just <laughs> be, be a, but the thing is, is being a help mate to your mm-hmm. husband is mm-hmm. not a bad thing and this is I'm a, I'm a single person I know y'all are like you're single what do you know I don't know a lot but I do know that that it is not a role that is meant to be a, a, it's not a lower role right it's an important role that's needed right. but you're not being submissive because you're weak mm-hmm. but right. because that is what you're created to do exactly. well mm-hmm. in the scripture I don't know what verse it is I don't have it in front of me um, but you know it says that Husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved the church. Yeah. Like, what a big job to have. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. yeah, that's just kind of crazy for me to even yeah. imagine. And if you look at the, the, the pronunciation of the curse, you know, back yeah. in Genesis, when it talks about, you know, the, the woman will seek the place of the man. Mm-hmm. And we tend to be like, oh. You know, yep. you know, it's ra- radical, <laughs> radical femini- <laughs> feminism is, is, is part of the curse. Well, the other part of that sentence is also part of the curse is that he will lord it over them. Yeah. That's a bad thing as well. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a result of sin. Yeah. It's not how it should be. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, but these are things that I think that young men, um, speaking as a, a man myself, these are things that we need to understand so that. As we come together as married couples and as we work together as the church and as the body of Christ, we're working together in harmony mm-hmm. and we're and we're and we're working together, we're building up the body of Christ instead of relegating certain members of the church to to, yeah. you know, to 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 places and roles where they can't serve right. God, you know, mm-hmm. the way that they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I think that there, I think that there's a bit of a trickle down effect here that kind of goes back to, and I'm not putting this all on men, but there's a fatherlessness, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There, there are so mm-hmm. many men and women, yeah. young boys and young girls growing up without fathers in the home. Now, mm-hmm. I was very lucky that my biological father wasn't there. He was gone. He didn't do anything. But I did have somebody, my dad, mm-hmm. who stepped in and took that role full on. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't just, he wasn't just a good stepdad, which he could have been. Yeah. And no one would have faulted him for it. You know, mm-hmm. he, that would have been a good role. But but because there was no father there, he just completely took over that role. So I did have a father. I was one of the lucky ones. But there are so many who do not, who never see how a man is supposed to treat a mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that there's also some homes where the husband and wife are still together. Mother and father are still there, and they still don't see that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is you have girls growing up without seeing that. They see their mom alone raising kids by themselves mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Right. And they're like, I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to be left. And then they're falling into the, mm-hmm. like you discussed earlier, the internet traps. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so easily. Yeah. You've fallen in. Somebody sends them a message, and before you know it, they're sending them pictures, and they're making plans to meet up with somebody that they do not know. By the way, do not put that <laughs> on your never, put that on your never to do list ever, because well. that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, 
yeah, so they're scared of being left. They're scared of having that happen to them. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for attention. And then sometimes there is a gap when it comes to uh, good mentors, Mm -hmm. good female mentors, too. Absolutely. To help them along the way, help guide them. And I think that's something, too. Again, I think that probably male mentorship is lacking in the church, too, mm-hmm. I would imagine. I I'm not a not a boy, but yeah, um, but yeah I, I, I don't know how we fix it. I mean, <laughs> like, that's always my question when I'm writing right. these things. Like, what's, what's the solution? Right. What yeah. is the solution, Jordan? Like, well, what I mean, do you think? I think it does start with us. I mean, yeah. we, we, we can talk about the issue and we can bring it up to our, you know, our elders at our church and mm-hmm. stuff. But it does start with us. I mean, there's always going to be somebody younger than you who is who was where you were at right. one point in your life. And you can reach out to them, be friends. It doesn't have to be a super formal thing. You mm-hmm. don't have to schedule, you know. You don't have to have a designated <laughs> discipleship <laughs> meeting gonna, class. I want to talk to you in the church conference room, you know, after service or anything. <laughs> You're fired. But, <laughs> but, but. Um, but but just reaching out and and, and in fellowship, I, I think yeah. fellowship is where these things happen, mm-hmm. um, where mentorship happens. So like you know your church potluck, your you know your your small group meetings, and just you know while you're at church and shaking hands between you know between services or what have you, mm-hmm. that's when this kind mm-hmm. of thing happens. Asking how people are doing, you know, seeing if people have a need in their life. If there's a young man or young woman who doesn't have one of those models in their life uh, of a a father or mother, Mm -hmm. maybe seeing how you can, you know, work with them and and try Mm -hmm. to fill that gap in their life. It does start with us, and we need to just start taking that responsibility Mm -hmm. and taking it seriously. So if you've been married for a while and you see a Hannah sitting in the pew and you're like, freshly be married, (laughs) go talk to her. Ask her for, you know, do you want to sit down and talk, have some coffee sometime, and just like, how are things doing? How can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. And, and and too, like, uh, it it doesn't have to be a super formal thing. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. And that can be scary because, I mean, like, I don't want to, like, go up to my pastor and say, I want to organize a class about manhood. Right. <laughs> no. Because, I mean, I yeah. honestly just don't have time for that. Because I think it's a friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it I has think, to be. you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, just like CJ said, I mean, mm-hmm. probably your wife, not yeah. you. Come and yeah. sit down and ask me to call me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, I can't teach someone how to be a right. woman. You know, <laughs> but I mean, like let's you go said, get, though, it doesn't have to be super formal, right. but it could be. It right. Be. If mm-hmm. you sometimes when people see that gap, you, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, there, we, there needs something to fill the spot." There, mm-hmm. you know, we don't mm-hmm. have people mentoring to the young ladies. We don't have a college group. We don't have, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are big on saying something, but they don't want to be the ones to yeah. do it. To initiate it. Maybe yeah. you're supposed to be the one to do it. Exactly. Possibly. Maybe this is how mm. you grow as well. Yeah. Go pray about it. Yeah. Conviction. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. Well, you do talk about, too, um, one of the—I'm not giving too much away in your article, but one of the other great role models in the Bible that we have for biblical womanhood, and that's the Proverbs 31 woman, the, this mythical Surprise! creature of in the Bible. Um <laughs> But I think when I was younger and I heard about the the Proverbs 31 woman, this is just me being immature. Mm -hmm. I had this very um, handmaid's tale kind of idea Mm -hmm. (laughs) as to who this person was. But when you go back and look at the Proverbs 31 woman, she's super impressive. She is. (laughs) She is a hardworking woman. Exactly. Um, And I think... um, Unlike maybe the handmaid still, I mm-hmm. pictured because, and I talk about this in the um, article, but Proverbs thirty one twenty five is kind of the the 
Proverbs 31 verse that is all over everything. It's mm-hmm. in baby girl's room. It's in little girl's room, yeah. whatever. And it says, she is clothed with strength and dignity, and mm-hmm. she laughs without fear of the future. Mm-hmm. And that verse... I guess was cemented into my mind about this woman at the beach. She's got yeah. the long, beautiful <laughs> hair, and she's just kind of frivolous right. and just enjoying her life and laughing. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's fearless, whatever. Kind of that Taylor Swift fearless um, <laughs> cover. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly. Taylor Swift is the problem. No, <laughs> no that's not what I'm saying. Um, but um, anyway, you know, and I think. Um, for a long time, and actually one of my first articles for Engage, I talked about the Proverbs 31 yeah. woman too, mm-hmm. and that was really the realization mm-hmm. where I went back and I read it and broke it down verse by verse. And this woman, like Jordan said, she is a hard worker. Like yeah. She provides for her family. She provides for her servants. She's diligent. She's caring. Mm-hmm. And she trusts in the Lord above all. And that's that's why she's clothed in yeah. strength and dignity, you know, because she honors the Lord with everything that she does. Yeah. And I think that it's kind of sad that it took me that long to realize that mm-hmm. about the Proverbs 31 woman. But I can only imagine, and I've been in church my whole life, mm-hmm. if that's how I viewed it, Surely there's other girls, you know, my age that don't realize mm-hmm. how important this woman is as a role model for what a Christian wife, what a Christian mother, what a mm-hmm. Christian servant right. should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I think that is something, too, that I would add that the church should should teach. Yeah. Like yeah. we need to we need to know these things about these specific um, yeah. characters yeah. in the Bible. And like you were discussing your great-grandmother, mm-hmm. I, I saw my grandmother in this. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, she she's passed on now, but she, uh, I remember her being one of the most hardworking women mm-hmm. I've ever met. Now, yeah. she uh, was a stay-at-home mom. She raised 10 kids. Mm-hmm. God bless her. You know, <laughs> 10 children. Uh, she kept the home, but mm-hmm. there was a lot more to that than people think, keeping a home with 10 kids. Mm-hmm. And then my, you know, my 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 granddad, and he always had his kids and then his grandkids mm-hmm. yeah. me, out in that garden working. And then my grandmother would be inside putting all of that food away. Mm-hmm. And then every night, mm-hmm. every single night, no matter what, she was at her dining room table, Bible open, mm-hmm reading mm-hmm. and doing her devotion, spending time with God. And she was very humble. And I remember sitting at uh, sitting at the the counter in her kitchen, yeah. and she's she might be sitting down as she got older, but most of the time she was moving, mm-hmm. doing things, and she'd just listen mm-hmm. to me. And every now and then she might offer like a soft word yeah. about, yeah. you know, a little bit of advice, you know, and that's, I kind of, I just picture her mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's that strength and dignity that, that yeah. the Proverbs is, is talking about here. And I, I like, I like those two things, um, strength and dignity. Strength, uh, b- back in the, uh, in, in, in the, uh, when Peter was writing about, you know, how, how women should, should uh, treat their husbands and submit to them. He, he used the example of Sarah. And I think what a, what a picture of strength that she is. Um, she was, you know, the wife of you know, a- Abram at this time was a, a pagan man. Yeah. She was she was his wife. They were very wealthy, very well off. Mm-hmm. And he's called to go wander in the wilderness by a God that she's never heard about. Um, and, you know, the Bible always describes a woman as the weaker vessel. And I take that to mean physically, you know, uh, yeah. in general, women are weaker than men. Yes. <laughs> um, she women in in in, a, in the picture of Sarah, she has to face so much more fear mm-hmm. than her husband does. Right. Now he has fear, of course. There's the fear of the unknown, but 
She is going into the wilderness, a weaker vessel. She has to take on that strength, more strength than Abram does in a way. Um, and then the dignity part too. I think dignity is something that I, I, I wish Christians would 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 think about more. Um, there's something about, um, especially in our culture now, where dignity's made fun of or just sort of thrown to the wind or just completely redefined altogether. Right. But understanding who we are as Christians, as a Christian man or a Christian woman, understanding that one, we are made in the image of God, we bear His image, but two. We've been bought by the blood of Christ and we're Mm -hmm. being redeemed. And then one day we're going to be glorified with with this amazing Mm -hmm. eternal Mm -hmm. life. And then just acting like that, Mm -hmm. you know, acting as if that's real. And how is that going to change the way you live your day-to-day life? How is that going to change the way you talk to people in town? And how is that going to change the way you relate to your family? You're going to, you're going to take on a different set of characteristics. You're going to take on dignity. You know, you're going to the things that you say and the things that you do are going to carry a weight that whereas before this realization that didn't didn't happen. So I think strength and dignity, wonderful words to think about when Mm -hmm. it comes to being a man, uh, a Christian man or a woman. But Mm -hmm. in this case, a Christian woman. Absolutely. Well, with two two more minutes. Um, I know the time has flown by. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) I mean, we could we could go on forever uh, on, on this, but. Um, Hannah, um, why, why do you think, uh, in, in the church today, why do you think that, uh, this is such, that this is such an important topic for, for women to think, to be thinking about? And is there any other place that they could go to, to, to meditate on these things? Well, I think obviously I would suggest they go sit down and mm-hmm. have a moment reading Proverbs 31 yeah. just, and, and. Take a pin out and mark, like circle mm. all of these different characteristics of this woman because that's what I did and that's yeah. really what opened my um, my eyes to it. And what was the other question? I completely forgot it. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think like it, it would be awesome if if um, there were like resources out there. You've written yes. other Yes, uh, I have other written articles. several other articles um, that yeah. you should be able to find on my author page at mm-hmm. engage.net. If you, if you yeah. go engagemagazine.net, there's yes. a tab at the top that says authors and you can see Hannah's mm-hmm. You'll see it. It may still say Harrison, but we're going to change okay. that. Yeah. Harrison or Metter. <laughs> Hannah. I, I, think I think I'm the only Hannah, aren't I? I think you're the only, yeah, okay. only Hannah on there. So. <laughs> Just go by Hannah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, and then you can go through and look at all her past articles. Mm. That's and your homework. Yes. Also, shout out to Jordan and Sadra for having me on for a happy topic today. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's the first we, need, stop. we need to do this more often. <laughs> Does it ever happen? <laughs> never happens. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been great. Thank you for being on with us today. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you, for me. Thank you. Yeah, we're super happy for <laughs> you. And you. we'll we'll have you on in like six months' time to get you know give us an Sounds update. Good. You know, Sounds how good. have you grown as a person? <laughs> <laughs> what has changed? Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, again, listeners, um, if if you want to encourage the woman in your life or if, if you're a Christian woman yourself mm-hmm. and you want to you want to uh, learn more about this topic, uh, the link to this article is in the show notes. Go check it out. And until next week, continue to share truth and apply scripture. Continue to share truth and apply scripture.